We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Hey there, WTIC on a Tuesday. Let's talk to Robert in Cheshire. Hello, Robert. Good afternoon, Todd. You've had uh, some great uh, conversations this afternoon, and I wanted to compliment uh, the two politicians, you've, or two people running for office. I don't think either of them are politicians. Leora Levy is standing up and saying exactly what she believes, standing up for the Constitution and for uh, the rights of this nation and the, the free enterprise uh, system that 56 signatories to the Declaration signed, uh, pledging their lives, their honor, and their fortunes. This is how this country has worked. This is how we've become so wealthy that somebody could call in and, and complain that somebody has uh, done better than he has. And then Bob Stefanowski jumping right on that call and, and giving <laughs> That was cool, wasn't it? It was fabulous. And so great job, and, and great job for these people who do not need to do this job but are out there putting their time, their money, and their, quite frankly, their reputations on the line for an idea that we can be better than what we are. One-party rule in this state for 40 years has got to end. Yes, sir. Anything else? That's it. Thanks for the time, Todd. Robert, thank you for the call. Good to hear from you. Mike, we've got 30 seconds. You want to jump in there? This state, I've lived here most of my life. In this state, the thinking, the government, stagnant. We couldn't keep the Hartford Whalers. You don't really have a, a sports fan base in Connecticut because we're between Boston and New York. They couldn't keep the Whalers. They have an AHL hockey team, which they never write about in the Hartford Current. It's just, there's no interest here in anything. I don't know. It's a stagnant state. It's dead. It's in well, a dead zone. It's easier for it to seem that way because of the lack of the reporting that you allude to. There just isn't a lot of news being reported in the state, and that's problematic.
It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Yes, it's WTIC. Thank you so much for being here. We're going to have an interesting conversation about crypto in just a minute, but let's get Pete in East Hartford in. Hi, Pete. Hey, um, I was going to call earlier, but I got stuck in a line 15, 20 minutes waiting at the post office. Like for 20, just a mail letter? Well, to drop off some packages. You know, wow. 20 people, 20 people in line with one person serving. But anyhow, that's another case and a half. I was um, listening to that guy talking about TIC News. Mm-hmm. TIC News, unbelievable. I mean, thank God for your show here because um, this station wouldn't get any listeners. Um, I, I'm, I'm, you know, because TIC sucks, okay? In plain Stop English. it now. Okay. Come on, Pete. The, the news, okay, they give you the news, okay? It's a, they, they report on the kangaroo court. You know what they act like? Instead of it, they shouldn't say news. They should say entertainment tonight. That's what they should well, say. Cause but what do you what, think all the news is on TV and stuff? Well, well, of course, yeah, but this is TIC. We expect different. Oh, used, okay. Used, used to have Rush, right? Yeah, but the, they're... There's news programming and there's uh, talk radio, and those are two separate things. Yeah, but the news coming on, it's entertainment tonight. It's not the news. I want to hear the news. I want to hear both sides. Okay? Talk well, about that's, that's what you're hearing. No, I'm hearing one side from TIC. On the news, I'm saying I'm hearing one side. I'm, yes, but if you, if you listen all day, you get more information from more different perspectives here than anywhere else. No, from your show we do. But not T. But not the news. <laughs> I know you're okay. talking about TIC like it's the the three minute thing at the top of the hour, as opposed to the. It's, it's entertainment. Okay. Right. They, 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 they... Gotcha, Pete. I gotcha, Pete. I know it's frustrating, but you know it is what it is. So, we have what we do here on the content part of the programming. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. Okay. Joining us now is Fadi El-Salamin, I believe is how you pronounce it. And he's a Bitcoin policy expert. And I thought it'd be good to talk about crypto because crypto is is part of this stock market crash. And Fadi, thank you for being here. I figured you could uh, give us some perspective here since you're immersed in that world. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, it, I just want people to think of Bitcoin and, and crypto, especially Bitcoin, in a different way than stock market is going up, stock market is going down. I'm looking at it from a human rights perspective. Bitcoin is a tool for freedom. It is a tool for democracy. Uh, in countries where you, you have no banking uh, secrecy law, where you have no privacy, in countries where the leadership is corrupt and they can reach into your bank account, they can freeze it, they can take it away, just because you decide to challenge them on corruption, you decide to challenge them on whatever uh, issue you want to challenge them on, um, Bitcoin is the alternative. And I'll give you a few examples. If you look at countries like Afghanistan, where Taliban now are ruling, they're not allowing women to go to school or work. There are many women who are programming, who are working in uh, computer science-related jobs, and are able to send their work over the Internet. And the only way to get them paid is to use Bitcoin. It's an angle that not many people are looking at. If you take, for example, Ukraine, when the war broke out, the only way you could secure some money to buy helmets, to to buy protective gear, uh, when banks were not functioning, was actually using Bitcoin. 
uh, Syria, Iran, North Korea. These are all examples of why Bitcoin is a tool for democracy, is a tool for um, you know, development, is a tool for freedom that we should protect. And, and, and I, I thought it would be interesting to highlight this side of Bitcoin aside from uh, the, the dollar value that, that people are attaching to it today. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really interesting because from our perspective, it's really it's hard to see it as having that kind of relevance right now. People think about in the future as government gets bigger and more oppressive and the, uh, the digital era puts us into a, a more questionable human rights status over the long term. I, I think people are looking to Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrency as a protection against the power of the state. But what you're describing is that there are plenty of states right now where people need another way to do finance. And if you can, if there's another currency that is separate and flows freely outside of the confines of the country you live in and, and its particular, the reach of its particular government, then that's a really important thing immediately for a lot of people. Absolutely. I'll give you two examples. If you look at today, um, if you are in North Korea, the government decides whenever they want to basically assign a zero value to the money you're holding in your pocket and they come up with a new currency. So you can never be able to catch up to the rest of the elite, to the rest of the leadership in, in, in North Korea. And they, they basically take away the wealth in your hands without, without you even... Come on, do they, they really do that? They just randomly yeah. devalue? They not only devalue, scratch completely, just scratch it. You have you are holding a hundred thousand dollar worth of North Korean currency, of nothing. And the leader, the, the leader decides it's worth zero tomorrow because he came up with a new design. Uh, that's it. Your money has no value anymore. Uh, and so the only way you can protect what you have from tyrannical le- leaders like this is that you have it in Bitcoin. It's in a wallet. It's in, you have it. Nobody else has access to it. Nobody else can take it away from you. Absolutely. That's the way you do it. I'll give you another example. Look at the Palestinian Authority. You have a, a leader who's been in power for 18 years after he was voted only for four. He can make a phone call to anybody in any bank, find out if you criticize him for being corrupt, if you criticize him for staying in power too long, he can make a, not only just a phone call, he can make a phone call, find out what banks you have, what bank accounts you have, freeze the bank accounts, assign whatever crime and, and, and assign whatever punishment he wants against you to silence you. So if your money is in Bitcoin, you're protected. So I just want to highlight this side of, of the equation for people to see it. It's a human rights tool. It's very, very important around the world, um, and it's, um, we need to see it that way. How do people use it when it's going through, when it's being impacted by the stock market right now and going through big swings in value? People still use it because it's the only the only option. There's so they're no desperate. They're that desperate that they need something Absolutely. that's liquid and safe. It's a matter of life and death for so many people around the world. It's fascinating, Fadi. How did you get in this? Uh, I, I have a feeling like there's that this is personal for you. Oh, it's very personal. I, I've been working on uh, anti-corruption and, and human rights. Uh, in, in Palestine, and, and you know, I'm part of a community, the human rights community worldwide, and it opened my eyes to a whole entire um, way of seeing money, a whole entire way of compensating people and not being at the mercy of dictators and dictatorships around the world. 
And can you take the lessons that you learned from looking at these other examples, these countries around the world that you've been talking about, where there are oppressive regimes and uh, there's great uh, necessity and importance in the flexibility that crypto provides? How do you how do you see us needing it at this point in time? How should we as Americans look at at Bitcoin as something that might be necessary for us? I mean, you know, the United States is obviously a democracy. People have their own suspicions of government. And, they're, you know, you're free to have your own, you know, obviously your own suspicions. You're free to even ask for less government control. Uh, but, but that in itself should allow people to buy Bitcoin, hold Bitcoin as a way to preserve assets, to preserve wealth. Um, it's not the same as other parts of the world. Right? Sure. It's not life or death matter. No, but we're not, looking at know. we're looking at government spending that is out of control, def, big deficit spending, and and, and now uh, now we've got uh, inflationary it's a valid pressure. Argument. It's a valid argument. Somebody made the, the the argument that if the U.S. government paid um, everybody in Bitcoin the twelve hundred dollar uh, stimulus package, it would be worth today. Forty-one hundred or forty-two hundred dollars in, in Bitcoin, even though at the current price of Bitcoin being being so down because of the inflation. So it's a valid argument. You can. What do you say to somebody who says that's you? He's right. They're hundred percent right. And so I don't understand what the pushback against Bitcoin. Um, now that I don't understand it. I just I don't. Um, well, you're I, saying people are haven't investigated far enough, and they're mistaken. A hundred percent, absolutely correct. Okay, Fadi, what else do you want us to know? I have one message for Peter earlier waiting at the post office. He could have used those 15 minutes to buy Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you are good. Fadi El Salamin from the Bitcoin Policy Institute, is that what it's called? Or do you, what yes. is the place you're with? Bitcoin Policy Institute. Okay. BTCPolicy.org. Awesome. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Thank you so much for having me. All righty. That was fun. Another perspective. What, Anthony, you ready to go buy some? Come on, don't look at me like oh, this that. This is like the best time to buy it. Well, yeah. It, it's, um, it's certainly down lower and much more affordable than it was. But people, it's funny, people are so, um, people are scared of crypto. Because I, it's I should have jumped in early. I have some friends that did it in like 2016, 17. Bought it and for they, pennies? Yeah, you know, they, and they stored it on their own little, uh, you know, uh, video card. And yeah. and now, yeah, that's worth, I don't know. It keeps fluctuating. It gets worse lately, but, Well, know. but still, they would have a lot of money, right? Yeah. Are these guys buying you nice steaks and stuff? When you meet up with <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Only if not. I lose a bet, or win a bet, actually. Wow, so they're hard-nosed. I like it. Yeah. All right. Interesting conversation. And and you know, there is this um there's this backdrop of our own concern about where we are heading as a country. And this feeling of where does it go? How far do does the crumbling if you if you look at America today, you have to look at us and say there's a precariousness here. That our systems of governance don't work. We talk about that a lot. We talk about that government is not capable of doing the things it, it tells us it, it wants to do for us. And we think about how 
the political tension, the le- the level of polarity that we experience politically creates a feeling for people that America might not hold together. So, you know, I don't really understand this currency stuff, but it's interesting to learn more about. And, and um, that's why we had Fadi here. And I, I think it's fun and, and good stuff. We have a few minutes. And I've been dying to get some rants played. So um, let's do some of that right now if we can. 860 if you want to call in, you may. And the rant line number itself, 860-751-4698. Here we go with some rants. Hi, Todd. I so enjoyed the speaker you had yesterday on religion. And, yeah, we all need religion. Or, better yet, the Ten Commandments as a foundation, because that's where the law started from, from God's book, not the politicians. Have a nice day. Later. Thank you, Gladys. You too. Okay, Todd, I'm giving you another chance. If you love life, why don't you love your Father in Heaven who created you? Why, Todd? Anthony, you have an answer for that for me? <laughs> Suppose, uh, I don't know, because you're a far right-wing fascist that Does it... <laughs> hates everything. Does that sound a little uh, circular, this argument? Okay, Todd, I'm giving you another chance. If you love life, why don't don't you love your Father in Heaven who created you? I Come on, Todd. I don't know. I've yet to make contact. Give him a call. It's like if you, uh, do you love your father if he abandoned you before you were born and you've never met him? Uh, I don't know. It depends on how emotionally stable you are. Hey, Todd. Uh, this is about the radical right Republican Party. It has just gone off the deep end. Now they're attacking each other. They're attacking congressmen. They're leaving death threats. The guys are waving. Congressmen are waving. And this party has gone completely off the rails. It is in a dark, dark place. And uh, I'm loving it. <laughs> I had to leave I had to leave that piece in there because after the explosion I know it's a little weird but that but that's such a beautiful thing. It shows you that his zeal is is more for simply destroying the opposition. He's totally in the in the team thing, in the binary. He wants his team to win and and so darkness he loves darkness. Completely off the rails. It is in a dark, dark place, and uh, I'm, I'm loving, loving it. it. I'm loving it. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Well, we got Tom Scott joining us in a couple minutes, and... We've got rants going on right now for you on WTIC. So the lady that called in about, oh, Kenny Rogers died, eh, is probably the one that's letting her grandkids get in red stories by drag queen. I like that. That's a new rant referring back to to one that happened a long time ago. Hey, Todd, I'm really surprised at what a big deal everybody's making over President Biden's fall. I mean, I give him a lot of credit. Imagine His fall off the bike. He's talking about. 
I mean, I give him a lot of credit. Imagine going from a penny farthing, you know, the high wheeler, to a modern day bicycle. I mean, it must have been difficult for this old timer. <laughs> it's not a bad point. All right, what? It's not a bad what? It's not a bad point. Yes. Yes. A little, especially with the the toe clip there. Keeps you locked to your feet. You can't get free. Imagine imagine one of those big old bikes where you're sitting 20 feet off the ground and you can't get your feet out of the wheel. You need the kickstand then. That's when the kickstand was a thing. That would be scary. I look at this stuff that I've got and rate what I need or do not. Each day I address that my buck will buy less. I know Build Back Better's a plot. And I'm going to be there to fight for a stronger and safer America. Real change in Washington will only take place if we elect senators like Ned Lamont to stand up for what's right. Ned Lamont and I approve this message. Yeah, baby. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. That was a good one, wasn't it? Hi, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Ned Lamont here, governor of Connecticut. Yeah, we've got a lot of great things going on here. We got, uh, uh, yeah, I've been getting some sun lately, so I'll be good for the TV commercials for the upcoming election. Don't forget to vote for me, folks. And uh, uh, more news from the state. Yep, I'm your governor of the state. This is where we had the Lyme disease started here in old Lyme, Connecticut. Yes, in old, old Connecticut. 
Yep, Lyme disease, but that was from a previous administration. <laughs> but I guess you could say we're the tick state because we suck your blood. Ha ha ha! There's like true. nothing left. <laughs> I got that little joke that came. Actually, Josh came up with that joke, but he's not with us anymore. He escaped to sign. I don't know where he is. I think the FBI is looking. Anyways, have a good day, ladies and gentlemen. Look out for little bugs. Imagine the FBI looking for Josh. Oh, what a great thought. Hey, Todd, I, I hear you talking about a possible indigenous people holiday instead of Christopher Columbus, and that's all fine and dandy, but let's just remember that throughout history, and it's still happening today, when anybody's wanted land or, or something, they've just gone and taken it. It's the same thing that's happening in Ukraine. Now, so what's the difference from then until now? Take well, care. Well, look, that's how it all works. Uh, power is about power. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Tuesdays at this time, we talk to the great Thomas Scott, without a middle name for me to throw in there. I have to catch myself and remind myself you are middle nameless and thus without a middle initial, Tom. What am I to do? You know, the only people that ever call me Thomas or used to call me Thomas were teachers who were annoyed at me for one reason or another. Yeah, you get a little shiver when you hear that? Nobody, nobody calls me that, but uh, yes, indeed. So the Supreme Court is beginning to uh, unload their decisions today. Uh, we've already got one on uh, schools, which I thought was very favorable. That was and, exciting, uh, I think. Extremely exciting and absolutely constitutional. And this is, you know, let, let this be an education for the uninformed, especially for young people. I think it's so important that people learn and understand the actual role of the U.S. Supreme Court, and courts generally, but the U.S. Supreme Court in particular, because when they rule and they're the ultimate decision makers, uh, it's the law of the land, like it or not. Now, there are ways to change the law of the land legally, but it's not by, you know, harassing justices out in front of their house. Uh, but the role is clear. Interpret the Constitution and let, the, and let it fall where it may. And on schools, there is nothing in the Constitution saying that the government cannot assist parents who decide to send their kids to private schools. Uh, they're paying local property taxes, local or county or state or whatever it may be in some states. They're paying for schools for other people's children. They have a right to send their kids to private schools. And if it means uh, that buses are provided for public school students, they should also be provided for private uh, students. And one of the things I find exciting about seeing this ruling in print is everybody can just read and realize that all of this sense that something horrible is happening if people are able to send their kids to schools that happen to be religious because they want their kids going to religious schools and that's being paid for with tax dollars well that includes the tax dollars of the religious people and nobody has to send their kids to the religious schools they're just one of the options so what could possibly be the problem tom 
Well, of course. And, and how often have you heard, Todd? I've heard it probably thousands of times over the years. Separation of church and state. How many times have we heard talking heads say that on TV? How many times have we heard teachers and professors use that term as if that language is in the Constitution? It simply doesn't exist. The, the, the freedom of religion provision, if you will, is to protect people and institutions from government. It is not to protect government from religion. Uh, uh, f- uh, separation of church and state, it doesn't exist in the Constitution. Those words are not stated in the Constitution. Yes, but to whatever degree they wanted there to be a separation, that separation had to do with protecting religion from trying to create mergers with government so it could call itself God, so it could be one with God, so it could find a way, because the the founders were so concerned about consolidated power, they didn't want government, which was they looked at as this dangerous, threatening force, they didn't want it to be able to co-opt a religion as well. Well, need I say, Todd, that that one of our greatest founding documents, the Declaration of Independence, makes reference to uh, uh, a divine intervention for America, effectively, essentially. And, you know, the other big thing uh, with a Connecticut connection that's going on today, this story is just breaking, is that our junior useless U.S. Senator, Chris Murphy, is claiming he has a deal on uh, Second Amendment matters. Mm -hmm. And they need to go slow on this. You know, you need 10 Republican senators to shut off debate, and he claims he has them. And and anybody, any Republican who shakes his hand, they really need to check to make sure all their fingers are still intact after they pull <laughs> their hand away. This guy is so sleazy. He is such an operator. He, he, he personifies sleazy politicians. And any Republican that jumps in bed with Chris Murphy on a political matter, they need to go slow. They need to dot the I's, cross the T's, and get the magnifying glass out and look at the small print. Because some of the stuff they're talking about sounds innocuous enough. Uh, We need to make money available for schools uh, for security. Okay, I agree. But what does that mean in reality? What are the strings attached? What else are we going to be forcing schools to do in the hidden language that virtually no one is going to read except some liberal activist staff member who sticks it into the bill? So all of these things need to be looked at. In fact, there's a, there's a, there's a procedural question known as dividing the question. You can take the whole bill and you can actually divide its various parts and vote on those up or down separately and actually have a debate on each part. Mm-hmm. which on something like this they need to do because they're going to make it sound uh, uh, innocuous. They're going to make it sound like a common-sense public a matter of public safety, which who could disagree with that? I wouldn't disagree with it. But what are the details in these bills? What are they slipping into this bill? They need to go slow, and in part because Murphy's applauding. He is now the toast of, of, of the left wing in Washington, which puts him on a shorter list for president or vice president. God help us. But it does. And, and read the fine print. Go slow on this. Well, Chris Murphy has done a fabulous job of, of turning the shooting a month ago in Uvalde into the best thing that's ever happened to his political career and launching him into the stratosphere of national politics. Uh, that's that's kind of scary how easily the the media machinery is played and all like nobody runs any of the 
of the sound cuts or video cuts of him talking after Sandy Hook uh, uh, when he was of the opposite perspective. And I just find it remarkable uh, how we get played by the media all the time and how we get played by politicians. It's like everybody's gaming us, Tom. Well, the, the press has an obligation as the so-called fourth estate to dig into the details on this stuff. And, and you know, the facts are the facts. If he says they have a deal, okay, let's look at it. Let's get into the details and, 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 and the hidden language and the small print and all that stuff. But But when Murphy is described... Uh, by various uh, outlets as a, a oh, I don't know, various adjectives they, they use to describe the guy. It's, it's largely false because he is someone of virtually no substance. The only thing I would give this guy credit for is he is a political animal. Okay, he's never held an honest job in his life. He figured out how to get elected uh, state representative, even though he didn't live in the district. He then parlayed that into a state Senate seat. He then parlayed that into a U.S. House seat. He then parlayed that into a U.S. Senate seat. You talk about a guy who's who's climbing the political ladder Mm -hmm. and is a career politician. He's never done anything else. You know, he went to law school, but he never practiced law. Anybody that knows him knows what a complete and utter fraud Senator Chris Murphy is. And and the press ought to instead of just you know cheering them on, they really ought to dig deep and ask hard questions. I but mean, why is he any now? Isn't he's in a business of fraudulence? In what way is he worse than others? Would you say? Well, he's he's he's. I mean, again, it, it's it's relative, Todd. I will grant you that. But this guy is is an opportunist uh, that that is so shameless that it even makes some of the other sleazy opportunists in Washington look like, you know, they've got a halo over their head. I mean, that's how bad this guy is. But certainly the Republicans who you're concerned about uh, being played by him, they this is what they do for a living, is protect themselves from the nefarious enterprises that other politicians might try to drag them into. Well, this, this is why, again, not to get overly technical, but from a procedural standpoint, this is why I think that Republicans ought to try to divide the question and put pressure on these 10 Republicans who are needed to pass anything and take them all one piece at a time and, 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 and put pressure on Republicans to vote no on any of those provisions that are, that are being promoted opportunistically mm-hmm. to take advantage of the deal they've put together because of the legitimate concern we have of public safety and schools in particular. That is a legitimate concern, and as a matter of public policy, needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed at the local level, the county level, the state level, and the federal level. But we should not let these people use these terrible tragedies as an excuse to pursue what they really want, which ultimately is gun registration, which leads to gun confiscation, because that's who these people are. And if you scratch the surface and if you, if you brush the foam off the beer, that's where Murphy's coming from. And, and that's where people he hangs with are coming from. And they're, they, they're patient. You know, they, they will do this incrementally. That's why we have to be very, very careful about the specific language of each provision in this bill. So we're talking to Tom Scott. I look at the danger a little differently. I figure that that both the Democrats and Republicans want to pass some weak measure 
for different reasons. They're very excited, Democrats are, of getting Republicans to go along with something. And Republicans are eager to, to uh, get something passed so they can't be portrayed as obstructionists, I guess. And the, that puts us in danger, doesn't it, that we're the ones who are going to get played. Well, yeah. And, and again, who, who has time to pay attention to all this detail? And, and, and you know, it was, it was Connecticut's uh, Mark Twain or Samuel Clemens who once said uh, uh, many years ago uh, that, that people never want to – there are two things people never want to see made personally, sausage and law. And, and he was on to something because the, the legislative process, especially the stuff that goes on in, in, you know, dark, quiet corners at the U.S. Capitol or the state Capitol, for that matter, is the sort of thing that people, you know, their stomachs would turn. And Mark Twain was on to something, and that was a very long time ago. But it's worse now in many ways uh, than it was back then. And, 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 and again, just beware. That's all I'm saying. We need to harden schools, in my opinion. We need to find people and pay what is ever necessary to people who are trained and armed to protect our schools. Let the local officials make the final decision, by the way. This shouldn't be handed down by Washington or Hartford. It should be truly a local decision as to, as to, as to the extent to which they, mm-hmm. they want to bring in armed guards, trained armed guards. What do they want to do to harden the facilities? Do they want to have a, 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 a bulletproof plexiglass entrance? and you have to go through a two-stage entrance to get in. These are all things the experts talk about. Sure. And, but, but in the end, it's up to the local people to make that decision. And I think you could get near-unanimous uh, agreement on that if you take that as a separate piece of the bill and mm-hmm. say, okay, we're not fooling around here. This is a straight-up grant to harden schools and to hire armed guards, period, end of story. Let's pass that. Now let's talk about these other measures. I, I do have one question, though, about the federal government's involvement, because that seems to me not to be required. And and if you follow the guidelines and the predilections of our system, the desire is to keep power local and spending local and keep the federal government as small as possible. Why in the world should the states need the federal government to be providing grants to be able to make schools secure. That's a state issue. Well, it, it is, but if, it, if it's a means-tested matter, um, and that's how a lot of these school grants are, are configured, um, it may actually be the difference between a town hardening a school and hiring armed guards and not hardening the school and hiring armed guards. I have a real problem with, with the U.S. Department of Education, which was only around, by the way, since 1979, it's a huge mammoth bureaucracy, which, you know, you have all these faceless bureaucrats who pass regulations, which we are then subject to. I would get rid of the middleman. I would get rid of the Department of Education and take that money and block grant that money. Mm. So you give it to a needy town with literally no strings. I mean, the strings are you need to spend this on education. To secure the schools. Yeah, or, or whatever it is. Oh, I, mean, I see, is, for, the, for general education use, you're saying. Yeah, they're not going to stop giving town uh, money to states and towns, but they do it in part because they attach all these strings to it. So this is another control. It, it, it's like pay the ransom, right? You, gotta, you take the money, but then you have all these strings attached. But if you have a stringless 
uh, uh, block grants, get rid of the Department of Education, which doesn't educate a single child. It's just in the way, and it blows billions of dollars, and just give the money directly to states, counties, and towns as block grants and say, here, you're, you know what's going on on the local level. You decide how to spend it. All right, Tom Scott, anything else you want us to know? We've got a minute left. I, you know, Todd, I uh, am reasonably optimistic that the Supreme Court will continue to do the right thing as they hand down more decisions uh, from strictly from, from a constitutional perspective. Strict constructionism, that's a term people need to learn. Interpret the Constitution. That's what we pay these people for. That's what they're, they're, they're on the Supreme Court to do, and hopefully we're going to see more of that today and later this week. For people who look at it with trepidation, you know, Scalia used to say, what are you so nervous about? If the Constitution doesn't cover it, then it just goes back to the states, and you can pass your own laws on whatever you want to pass it if the Constitution doesn't speak to it. So there's no need to go into panic if the Supreme Court correctly rules that this is not our jurisdiction on whatever nobody, the matter might be. Nobody put these people in a position of lawmaking. They are there not as policymakers. We exactly. elect policymakers, and we can unelect them. Yes. They are there to faithfully uphold the Constitution and interpret it. Tom Scott, thank you, sir. Anytime. Great to talk with you once again. Thank you for being here. We'll see Tom again next week. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.